What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Amped Up, here with Extra Eric and Mike. Hello, hello, hello. We are back to give you another week of pop music, although we're going to flip the script this week. We're only going to be talking about one topic, and Mike, that is... Katy Perry's Witness that dropped on Friday. Yeah, not a lot has happened this past week. Miley Cyrus dropped uh, Inspired, which she performed at the Manchester Benefit yeah, concert. Yeah, and she's and a co- performed a couple times. She's calling it like her adult version of The Climb. Yes, and I can see that, yeah, but The I, Climb I, is The Climb. Yeah, The Climb is untouchable. Let's hold off on this for a second. And David Guetta and Justin Bieber also released to you. Other than that, not much really Yeah, and it's like notable. not my favorite of like the Bieber features that are like being put out now. Yeah, him. everyone's calling it a song of summer, but, but it I mean, is. It is. It's a good song, but like if I'm going to give a Bieber feature song of summer, it's going to be Despacito. Despacito, which he still can't perform live. Totally. He like got a bottle thrown at him in Sweden today. Good for him. But <laughs> let's just... Let's plug these two. Let's talk about them. What did you think about Miley's? Um, I liked it. I mean, again, like I was under the impression it was going to be a little bit more like the climb, like a little more poppy. Poppy, and it wasn't. Um, the recorded version sounds a lot better than it did live. Totally, and I was only going like, off of the live versions yeah, for a while. The it rec- sounded like it didn't even have a structure to it. Like totally. she always was just yeah. singing it. No, I completely agree. I mean, it's great. It was a perfect song to like put out this week. Like. All the money's going to her foundation for the first week in sales, which is great. Like, I don't know. Miley's doing Miley. I'm so happy she's, like, back and happy. And, like, I'm really interested to see what she's going to do with this sound that she has. Um, but, yeah, overall, I'm happy with it. I mean, it's yeah. not something we're going to bump all the time. But, like, if it no. comes on my playlist, like, I'm probably I'm not going to skip it, it. Yeah, exactly. It's going to create that moment in totally. a concert. Totally. And then to you with the Victoria's Secret models, how Justin, I don't know how we got them to do it all. But did you see that? No. He had the Victoria's Secret models like kind of tease the song. Oh, the really? And stuff via Instagram video. Of course. It's a good song. It's good. I mean, like I just like with I all... like that David Guetta finally changed up his beat. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Um, yeah, like it's a good song for Bieber. It's already like getting major radio airtime, which is, I mean, of, of course. course. <laughs> so I <laughs> <Eye> roll. <laughs> Um, it's great. I'm like, happy like Bieber's like still kind of giving us new music where he's like still kind of pushing this purpose tour. He's still doing so much. Still on tour for purpose and it's crazy, but we'll see how the show is in August. Yeah. If people are if still, it's still going. there. All <sighs> right. Let's dive head first and cause a tsunami. Ooh. Are you ready? Look at that. I know, I'm ready. Should we So we are going to talk about Katy Perry's new album Witness. I know, and in a change of events... We have trashed this era a lot. Yeah. Rightfully so, rightfully so. Starting with the three singles, we had Bon uh, Bon Appetit. We had Change of the Rhythm into Bon Appetit into Swish Swish. Right. The three singles depicted nothing of what this album was going to be. No, this whole album was marketed wrong. Everything about... And we completely... The whole thing about the album... The album's a breakup album. Yes. It's a f- solid breakup album. Like, she's genuinely hurt it, and is, like, grasping this for is, anything she can. It's giving me, like, such Taylor Swift red vibes. Like, her third album, like, this is her third album. She's so personal. She's so, like... Fourth vo- album. Is it her fourth? Uh, yeah. Did somebody... I think it was USA Today was calling it her fifth. I was like, no, the teenage... Uh, the Complete Confection does not count. It's because she had one of the boys into Teenage Dream into Prism and now... Right. Right. I mean, I completely bypassed Prism. (laughs) But 
this is like it's just so she's the lyrics are so good for every song like it just like should have been marketed that way i feel like i this like this is going to be studied in music business classes throughout the rest of time as how the hell did her label let that happen yeah unless she wanted to do it but i can't imagine this went through so many people and they approved it like totally. I get that it was this was supposed to be the purposeful pop era, which kicked off with Change of the Rhythm, which was just like a tepid attempt at creating some like political statement. Totally. But like totally. That that's the only pop song that's political and on that's, the album. No, I completely agree. Everything else is just like The only other song that was political was Swish Swish because it was the politics of friendship, not the country. I know. And even that was like like I a, still bump it a little, but like I don't I know why. I love Swish Swish. I love it. Yeah, love it. A couple songs on the album sound like Swish Swish, which are kind of interesting. But let's start and go through the album. I think that's the easiest way to break this down because there's so much to say about this album. Yes, I completely agree. All right, so starting with the first track on the album is "Witness." I get it's the first song. It's kind of like Gaga's art pop, but like a much weaker track. Yeah, and I think that I read that too. That she well, there are a couple songs that are like very Lady Gaga esque on here, which I get. Like I get why I get why the song has to be on the album. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's going to get great reviews, although it sort of is, and I'm intrigued as to why. But I mean, she sounds great. She sounds great on the whole album, but yeah. like I like she's always sounded great. That's yeah. never been her like problem. I mean, I like it sucks is because like I played through the album, but like then if we, when I would go back, I went to the ones I liked. Yes, and, and this wasn't one I went back to. No, never. And a lot of people have been talking about how this album, you skip through a lot of the songs, especially on the first listen. Like you don't really. I know when I listened, I didn't give it much of a shot. I kept skipping tracks whenever something wasn't catchy right away. Yeah. All right. So from witness. Hey, hey, I can tell you I did not play play. Really? Yeah, no, I didn't play it. I've heard, I have a friend that said Hey, Hey was one of the best tracks off the album before I even listened to it. Really? Yes. See, I, everything I read was like, didn't say anything about it, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to skip over it. Hey, hey, hey. I think the lyrics are kind of stupid. I couldn't even tell like, you the beat because I just didn't, like everything I read before. It sounds a lot like the rest of it. Oh, really? It sounds like I mean, I'll reminiscent listen. of Swish Swish for me. Oh, really? But not. It's like a swish swish and deja vu had a child. It would kind of be hey, hey, hey. Oh, okay. That's a good I keep thinking it's only two hey's. It's three hey's. Hey, hey, hey. Um, I loved roulette. Roulette, I played all weekend. Roulette. Yeah, roulette's easily the... Roulette's the second most song I go back to listen to <clears throat> oh, now. Oh, roulette is awesome. It's like... It's classic Katy Perry. It's a great... It's poppy. And it sounds it, new. It sounds like it's a new sound for her and like in general. Who the hell didn't let Roulette be the first single? Roulette should have been a single. Like Roulette would have changed the whole start of like my opinion on this album. Yes. It would have changed everything. And everybody would want to listen to it and like want to play her. And that's like the breakout single. Like when did, like I wish it was put out before Bon Appetit. Bon yeah. Appetit shouldn't have been a single, to be it, honest. Bon it should Appetit not have been a have single. would have been more successful if it was the track on the album that was never released, but you always go back to listen exactly. to. It's exactly. It's like that little hidden gem that's like fun. Totally. 
I wish Roulette was before that. And then Swish Swish, I, I like it as a single. But Swish Swish is, is all right for the single. I do agree. Not it sh- I think the third single is probably the right place where it should have been. I completely agree. Because after that, like the feature with Nikki, you're like, okay, I'm ready for the album. And like, no single is going to be Apparently, it. it's about Taylor Swift, and she basically confirmed that it is. But if she dug up the Taylor Swift feud wrong, uh, rightfully, so, and like did it successfully, I think it would have been a lot better. But it's like she's just grasping for any relevance with I the know. track. And it's just like. Because when you listen to everything else that she has on the album, if you cut. Chain to the rhythm off the album, and you sort of. I, th- I think if she didn't tell us that Swish Swish was officially about Taylor, it would make it more enticing. Because there's other songs yeah. about her exes where you're like, ooh, this is about this person. But it's fun to guess, but it's not as fun when you actually know. Yeah, totally. I agree. I think I think what Katy Perry's biggest flaw, like biggest hindrance with like her releasing music, is that she takes such a large hiatus in between albums. Yes. And I feel like if this album was released a year and a half earlier, it this Swish Swish would have been a much more important clap back to Bad Blood. Yes. If it wasn't now 2017 and 1989 came out in 2015. Yeah, I feel like, like there's like a statute of like, limitations on yeah, like at this how point, often you it's can like, take up a feud. But I mean, hey, that seems to be like the thing when John Mayer's still writing about her. Yeah. You know, so clearly. I mean, before we get there, he's yeah. still writing about Katy Perry too. So it's like clearly there's like just some type of. I do have to say Taylor's clap back when she dropped her entire discography Iconic. on streaming. Iconic. That's because then I found myself listening to Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift more than Katy Perry at all over the weekend and it's like you don't even like taylor doesn't need you to like be talking about her she just knows you're listening exactly you Amazing. And, through the and roof. katie perry already apologized and was like i want to bury the hatchet in a week like come on come on i wanted the don't release a going. song with Nicki minaj and then fucking <laughs> i mean and then like say no and like take it back that's why it comes off as even more insincere. Yeah, it's just like so like what you just didn't want like the heat anymore. Like that's what's so annoying is like if you're going to come out and throw Nikki on a song and completely like say I have the receipts karma's coming to yeah. get you and then you're like I just want to be friends. I'd be like okay, like no. No. That's how you can tell something's up with her. That you can change your mind that fast. I know. I really it's like crazy. I think it's because she got a lot of negative pushback from when she did it because people are like, why is this necessary? I feel bad because she's getting a lot of negative pushback in general. Oh, you feel bad. Well, now I do. After watching that live stream. Oh, my God. I felt awful. I felt awful for everything I've said about her because I generally like Katy same. Perry. I'm genuinely a fan. And this makes sense why this entire era so far has been so discombobulated. And it's because... She's. I don't think she's in a good place right now. No, I completely agree. Because I think she said all oh, the struggles about being Katy Perry. She just wants to be Catherine Hudson sometimes, and she wanted to cut her hair because that was her attempt at being more like her normal self. Because Catherine Hudson would be like the type of person to just like cut her hair like that. I think just with her though is that like I don't know. I think she's just. The breakup from Orlando. The breakup Bloom from Orlando. Really I think it's problem. really causing a huge problem. I clearly I realize going through a lot of these songs, I don't think she was ever fully over John Mayer. No. And just hopped into a relationship with Orlando Bloom to kind of I feel like get well, back I think at that him. John Mayer is now the one that got away for her because she, I don't. It makes it seem like she was never that into him when she was dating him, but now that they're broken up and now he's broken up again, I think she's revisiting the idea in her head. 
And she's sort of being like, oh, well, that was a lot better than what well, I, I thought think it was. too, because for a lot of us, like, I know when I heard that Katie and Orlando broke up, like, I was, like, shocked. I was like, I did not see this coming, like, at all. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, now I know her new album's going to be a breakup album, but I didn't expect these songs to go back as far as John acts. Mayer. I thought they were all going to be about him. I was like mm-hmm. writing for like some title that was like about Pirates of the Caribbean and like that would have been epic. Now right. You say that. Right. Totally. Just like a song called Pirate. About yeah. Like- and how he like can't grow up or something like can't oh, commit. Amazing. Katy Perry's people. Bracelets. Yeah. Let's <laughs> release that on the deluxe version. Um, but I don't know. I just feel bad for Keeper. I think she wants love so bad and she's having such a hard time finding it. Like I, I think she's already found it. And I remember I interviewed people outside of the John Mayer concert and a lot of the fans were saying how they think Katy Perry is John Mayer's true love. And I genuinely believe that. I would that. love. I hope they get back together. Because I they're would both l- single right now and you know something has to happen. There's no one. Let's, pa- I hope let's she- pause on this till we get to like a couple songs deeper. Okay. Let's not jump the gun. Let's go on to the best song on the album, IMO. <laughs> Deja, Deja vu. vu. Literally, talk, as we say about all the X's, but Deja Vu is hands down. Love it. Aside it's great. from Deja Vu is the second single. And I mm-hmm. always think of this in terms of the Teenage Dream album when she released singles. I always think of this. I don't know why. Because, well, she had the five singles from the album that went number one. Yep. But first she had California Girls, which is like the roulette of this album. Totally. California Girls is a smash hit. New sound. Still. Yes. And it's And it's so fun it's and exciting. so campy it's and it's so it's a Katie good introduction Perry. into the new era, which is what California Girls did for Teenage Dream. But the kicker is that she dropped the strongest uh, single second. There's too many S's I can't even speak. When she dropped Teenage Dream, it was clearly the power anthem of anything on that album, and it was strong enough to then build off from what the first single started. And I think for the witness. Roulette should have been the first single and Deja Vu should have been second. I completely agree. I agree. And I think Swish Swish would have been a great third single and then we got the album. Like yes. I think and that's like it really kind of gives you a well, piece I don't of even like I think we would have needed Swish Swish by the time the album came out because I think those two songs would have been so strong they wouldn't have gone anywhere. Like they would have had a long shelf life. I feel like they would have given us Swish Swish anyways just because Nikki's on it yes, and Nikki's like a single person. Like you put her on it, you know it's a yeah. single and you know it's gonna Well for that money you have to pay for the feature. Totally. But I mean, I yeah, Deja Vu is great. It's great. All right, and then after Deja Vu we have power. My first initial thoughts, it's not Little Mix. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to hold up right there. <laughs> power, Katy Perry could never. No, Power, um, Little Mix is much greater than Power, Katy Perry. Even Power, Little Mix featuring Stormzy is much greater than I know, Power, and Katy If Perry. you're an, a listener, you know we did not like that one. <laughs> no. I don't really have too much to say for I this. I know. I don't really this either. Sounds... It was another one that I kind of skipped over, but... Mm-hmm. I might go back and listen because RuPaul said it's his favorite. Really? See, Deja, the only reason I listened to Power was because Deja Vu is right before it. And yeah. I would always, I'd finish off Deja Vu and I'd trail into Power, but like a minute into Power, I'd change my mind and be like, eh, skip. But Power sounds like it's unfinished in a lot of ways. A lot of the lyrics don't really like work for the beat, I think. And it yeah. like, kind of just cuts and goes on to random places, but I don't know. Speaking of how much it confused me, Mind Maze is the next song. I tried to listen to Mind Maze. 
And it, I felt like I was in one. I, like, couldn't, I couldn't tell you what it sounds like. I couldn't tell you what it sounds like. I couldn't tell you a lyric. So I instantly... The the hard part about Mind Maze is that I made an active attempt to go back and listen to it like my second Me too. I thought I was going to love album. it. I really Same. thought I was going to love with it. With a title, title like that, that, totally. But the kicker is, is that it's like tent-pulled in between an awful song in an amazing song. Oh, so I it's know. like you always well, you never what, listen to the song before and you're always going back to the song after. And that's, so that's what happened. I like it. I saw Mind Maze, I'm like, well, I, like, I saw Miss You More next. I was like, well, I know I'm going to like yes. that. Let's move on to Miss You More because we need to dive in. We all know who Miss You More is about. John Mayer. It is amazing. It's amazing. a great song. It's not the best. It's not my favorite, but it's a great song. When I tell you I'm a sucker for a Katy Perry ballad mm-hmm. and a sad, weak, and vulnerable Katy Perry, that is when she makes her best music. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Like, yeah, last Friday night, California Girls are great, but like, I want a thinking of you. I want... I love, not a, like the movies. Not like the movies. I want... Pearl. Pearl, I want. Um, <laughs> I can keep going. I know. Circle down the drain. Oh, I love circle. Down I the want drain. like or circle the drain. Yeah, whatever. I'm I want all of that. I want all of those like sad, depressing, relatable, like so, like pull my heart out of my chest and give it to me on a platter. Yeah. From Katy Perry, and that's what I got. A with love this. song is what Katy Perry is known for. Totally, totally. Not really. Actually, not what she's known for, but what her strongest skill set is. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And that's what, like, the moment I heard Orlando Bloom and her broke up, I'm like, her new album is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. It's going to be amazing. because She we, had an opportunity to make a jagged little pill, like Alanis Morissette, she when had, she broke up with like, What's-Her-Face. Uh, um, Ryan Reynolds for... Uh, no. Uh, yeah, he dumped. Dave Coulier. Uh-huh. Dave Coulier was Alanis Morissette, jagged little pill. Oh, yeah. Who dumped her, too? Didn't Ryan Reynolds dump her for he Scarlett Johansson? He might have at the yeah. 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 <laughs> totally. She's been dumped a lot too, huh? Yeah, but Miss You More is clearly about him. And I that's what I how I said before about the fact that she didn't realize how much John and her were the perfect pair was when she says like, I miss you more than I loved you. Yeah. Because oh, she clearly loved... didn't realize it in the moment, but after it she's like, Oh wow, that was actually the real thing that I had. And there was another Um, oh, this whole part, this is where I was like, I know this is about John Mayer. Where she's like, we were a match, but not a fake. We were a dream, unrealistic. Like she's saying, like how like they were so like because you were you saw them together, and like this makes so much sense, yes. and it just didn't happen. It just didn't work out for and whatever that, reason. For whatever it was, and it's like so true. I always think picture of that where they're at the Grammys together, and she's in that green dress, and they're like sitting right there, and like they're about. like I have like goosebumps thinking. I'm back like to they're like, like, that like that such a perfect couple. They're like so I'm like so, and then when they broke up, I was like no. And it wasn't too long after that picture that it happened. Mm-hmm. Because they broke up like February, almost March. Yeah. 2014. It's insane. Uh, love it, though. That is such a good Just song. Just so we can keep talking about that, let's move on and get through some of these. Chain to the Rhythm. I don't really... Have we've said uh, uh, everything about I've it? I've said everything I, I've had to... I've unchanged myself from the rhythm. I'm done with the rhythm. Honestly, I'm off of it. that disco ball is it's far done. in the ocean. It's shattered. Done. I'm off. done. Whatever. I can't. All right. Tsunami. Tsunami is the surprise track for me. Yeah. You, I mean, again, I, with a title like that, I thought I was going to love it mm-hmm. instantly, and it, I didn't, instantly and I skipped skip. it. Yeah. Instantly, it is a skip. I never listened to it probably three times throughout the album, but the album, but then I saw an article that said the five best songs, and I thought the author was on crack because 
the tsunami was listed one yeah. of the songs, and I was like, how is Deja Vu not in your top five? Like, right. I was blown away. And then I went back and listened, and I was like, okay, tsunami is a total hit. It and is it's so good. Keeping up with the fresh sound that she started. I know. Even though it's not that fresh, you kind of borrowed it from like Ibiza, sort of what's happening there a lot, but still. Yeah, she's. It's good. I went back and listened to. It. I'm gonna probably listen to it a couple more times, but it's definitely. It's an at night song when you're yeah, driving. It's totally. a lot. Of, it's like a lot of Terror Junior. It's like you really understand the greatness of the track when you're listening. At night driving on a highway alone. Like, yeah, totally. And you can get into it. Yeah, and it's not like 90 degrees out. I'm thinking about how much I just can't wait to get home. Mm-hmm. Bon appetit. Done. I sent it back. I can't even listen to it. The only thing I want to say about Bon Appetit is like what I said about the last time when she performed it on The Voice France. And it was like, that's the one little glimmer of Katy Perry that we've gotten through mm-hmm. this entire hodgepodge yeah. of just a mess of all these images and stuff that she's trying to portray. Bigger than me? Um, I think I'm trying to remember because then like I listened to it once. I was like, I liked it, but I didn't go back to I it. I haven't gone back to it. But I liked it when I heard it. I just like I kept going back to Miss You More and Roulette. Like mm-hmm. I'm those are the ones I listened to all weekend. Yes. And we really need to just move on to this next track. I have been burning through these past couple songs I know. just so well, we can get we to it. We have to get to this one. Save is draft. Right Easily alone, one of the best. Right songs. alone, the title has me. Yes. Right alone. This is our not like the movies moment. Even more than Miss You More. Like Miss You More is a moment. Miss but You this More is, is because a- it, you go back to that like those iconic Katy Perry John Mayer moments and you replay yes. them in your head like she's taking us with her yes but save as a draft legit it, you can put yourself in that and I save as a draft fucked me up yes <laughs> it it's was so good it's so relatable it's so good we all I usually hate when artists make sort of references to like new age technology totally stuff, like, subtweet and like retweet and yeah like, save as draft but you all we everyone Everyone has that like person that you like. You have a text that you should have sent and you never did. It even did. reminds me of an Instagram post yep. when I'm like trying to post a photo of myself and mm-hmm. then I go back and I'm like, oops, save his draft. Yeah, there. It's just so. And you've discovered that one moment about the John Mayer subtweet. Yeah. See, you right away thought it was about Orlando. Yes, only because of how raw and painful her emotions were in the song, which you can tell are a stark contrast to Miss You More. Totally. That's why I figured because she was so hurt in this song. But then in the second verse was, you don't have to subtweet me. My number's always been the same. It's all been said and done, and we will we will ever really, will we ever really close the, yeah, sorry, whatever. She says the subtweet thing. I'm like, Orlando Bloom is not the type of guy to subtweet, to subtweet Katie, an ex and Katy Perry when in every interview he said that their breakup was so adult and so healthy and so like they're still remaining friends and like that's how he, you can tell he's there was doing a lot it. wrong with that relationship he's, because they were both tr- you know when you try to be adults with someone and yeah. you try and do everything right and you think you're like being healthy and totally and you're not and he's saying like he wants it to show with his kid that like you can break up with somebody and still be like a like adult and like it doesn't have to be yes. like that but you know petty ass john Mayer has subtweeted about katie perry he's, he's very active on twitter <laughs> you know so you know for but a fact read off the tweet so they broke up in february and march ish they of 2014. broke up in february 2014 and then so in the article i went to i literally googled did john Mayer yeah. subtweet katie perry <laughs> has the tweet from september of 2014 and one of the articles that was like decoding katie perry's lyrics um, let me find it. So in 
2014 September, so about like how many like months after like their seven, seven roughly. He six, tweeted, seven. "We'll save this one as a draft." So and at Katy Perry, and the fact that she this is what's good about these Katy Perry ballads is when she takes something real. And, and then twist it into a hit song. And then on May twenty third, two thousand seventeen, mm-hmm. John Mayer tweeted, "Of all the tweets I save as a draft, that one made it through, huh? Okay, because he probably heard it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Or she sent it to him. A hundred percent. They, I believe they're still in some form of. Contact. Oh my god! Please, please make it happen. Or even like the producer just sort of like." discreetly emails it to him through like a pseudonym yeah i would die it's it, it just and that's why that's going to be the standout track is because there's so much behind it years on twitter years dating i know it's just so good it's just so relatable it just so puts you in a place where like you have your finger on the send button and you just don't do it yes. like it paints such a picture. It's such a picture. Like, I can go back to, like, so many times where, like, I have a novel, almost like a Harry Potter chapter, Lane's text, and I'm like, I'm We not. know me have the, having those. And I'm like, I'm not sending this. And I just erase it and mm-hmm. just put my phone down. Occasionally like, I'll save them to notes. But, yeah. Or even, but like, an email. I just save it to totally, draft. Totally, totally, And imagine if this, and I pick save as draft as like the ET of this album where uh-huh. you sort of do the three pop tracks and then you drop that huge, it's like a jarring sound compared to the rest of the album. It sounds so different. It's moodier. It's more of a ballad. And you just, yeah, it's, that's when it it's, shines. For me, save as a draft is the song on the album, but that's just because I love a ballad from mm-hmm. her. And like, it's just so amazing. All right, let's keep going. Two more tracks. Yeah. Pendulum. You told me to listen to that one. Yes, because that was the song that was hyped before the album. Because, like, people had gotten a hold of it or yeah. whatever it was. The, K- the Crazy Katie Cats finding it leaked. I never found it. But I, that was the first song I went to listen to when the album came out. And I was like, eh. Like, yeah. This isn't what I was expecting. Yeah. I was expecting, with, like, a banger. Especially with a title like that. Yeah. Like, you'd expect it to be, like. The title annoys the shit out of me. You know why? Why? A pendulum swings back and forth. It doesn't go in a circle. Like pendulums just go one way. They Mm -hmm. don't go in a circle. So why is the lyrics talking about like it's a pendulum, it all comes back around? No, the pendulum just goes back and forth. I don't know. You should hit her with that geometry. (laughs) (laughs) But the only takeaway from pendulum is that it's an okay song. I think it also rehashes some of some of the sounds that have gone before it. Mm-hmm. The album is a bit too long for me. It's about 15 songs, I believe. And that's not even a deluxe version, which like, I'm sure we're going to get. The Target exclusive with the extra bonus with track. Like three songs, yeah. No, but I would have cut... I wouldn't have cut... Uh, I don't know if I would have cut Pendulum or not. I would have 100% cut Chain to the Rhythm because it's just not like the rest of the album. I would have cut Power. No, I would I would have cut Mind Maze, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And maybe, yeah, maybe I would have cut Pendulum just to keep the strong songs in there so it would yeah, shine. I just think it would make it a more cohesive album if she did that. Yes, because there's too much that sounds similar and you really have to can the yeah. song. Like it has remnants of Deja Vu in it. You can totally. tell it was sort of just like they made it in the same session. Mm-hmm. If they did, I don't know, but I can. Well, like if you take out those couple songs, like "Change to the Rhythm," um, I'd even leave "Bon Appetit." 
you could leave Bon Appetit, Mind Maze, and like you said, what was the other one? Pendulum. Like if you just take them out, like more, it's a, just a stronger album, and like more, I feel like there's a stronger flow I'd in even between cut hey, songs. Hey. And make it I mean, eleven songs. I don't even listen to Hey, so bye. That's bye, my bye, point. You know. And if she did that, this album would have been. I've, I, I mean, we're giving it a good review, but it would have been even better, and I think it would have been more impactful if it. I did. just think that they totally marketed this the wrong way. Yes. Katy Perry should have gone on, like, gone in an interview, and she should have. If she wants to dig up anything and like kind of ride it a coattail, she should have she should have talked about the single John Mayer put out. Yes. she should have put talked about mm-hmm. that. Let's pause. Let's finish off the last <laughs> song and then we're gonna dive into our final thoughts. Okay. Into me, you see, is literally Pearl. That into me, you see. Yeah, you, I did like I that, like, and I kept listening to it. I'm like, I forget how Pearl goes, where it's like, you know what I mean. It's that yeah. same, like... Again, it's one of those ones I liked when I heard it, but I didn't go back and play it. No. You know, I and didn't go back so and there's so many other ballads it. that you'd rather listen to, exactly. like Savers Draft and Miss You More, exactly. that you're not going to go back exactly. and it's going to be forgotten. A hundred percent. But it's good. Like, it's a good song. It's all right. But it's not, again, it's not one of those ones I'm going to go back and, and play. And it rehashes the sound again. I'm looking at her Spotify, like, because I'm going through the track list. I cannot believe Prism came out in 2013. Isn't and that this, and we're in mid 2017. It's not like 2017. It's like she just dropped happened. this in January. Like, she, yeah, I can't and believe she went on that big of a break. And this is what we're getting from that. You can tell how much has happened to her. That she's been sort of maybe that whole part about Catherine Hudson and forgetting who she is is really starting to come to light. But totally. Let's move on to final thoughts because I think we just have a couple things we want to say. I you can start. Think. Overall, I'm very happy with the album. I'm happy with kind of how she let us in and kind of like gave us a piece of her. Like she's she's no longer hiding behind. I feel like those like characters she does. Yes. Like I don't feel like any music video we get where she's gonna have whipped cream coming out of her boob. She's gonna be wearing braces and like it's not gonna be those over the top mm-hmm. productions. I feel like we're gonna get very raw Katy Perry, and I'm very interested to see what this tour is going to be like because she is so animated and Did you so see the like. Prism tour? Yeah, I saw pictures it was and it was very over the top. So I was there. over the top with emojis and like all of that. I remember being there because I got front row because it was a general admission pit. So I bought a GA pit last second off StubHub. I yeah. think I paid like just $100 for it, like half off. And I remember watching her and she just was very robotic. Yeah. Like she had, it was such a big production and there were so many moving parts that you could see in her head that she was thinking about it the entire time. Mm-hmm. And they even had her doing choreo and I'm like, let her like she just needs to sing give her a mic and i think like this tour with the exception of a couple songs where she can be a little fun like you know bone apple teeth's gonna be fun it's gonna bon be like Appleteed. that yeah <laughs> and you know because i can't even give it the right name but like, you know that's gonna be like her big production song but the rest i feel like they're just gonna be like i would love to see it just very kind of clean and simple and i feel like this album kind of reflects that like she's in a place right now that like hopefully music and like touring is going to bring her out of it but like i mean we saw what prison like we didn't hear from her for another four years yeah. like i think a smart move for this tour would be like how gaga did with her old tours like the monster ball and mm-hmm. the fame ball where she'd make the show all cohesive and it would be like the show would tell a story and like all the interludes and everything would be connected like people do that all the time but i like beyonce did it with on the run but right. they're just like there's so much happening in between each interlude that it's just like it doesn't really stick yeah I it's think, not that cohesive i think that would be good for her i just feel like the marketing for this album has 
done done so poorly. I think the only reason we like it is because it's not what we were expecting. Totally. And I, I mean, that could have been the case. And too. I don't even mean that as if like she gave us something we weren't expecting, but like, no, she literally gave us something like unintentionally that we weren't expecting. Totally. Totally. Like she gave us something that like after those three singles, like I was like, okay, this album's going to be like a complete cluster. But like, after listening to it, you know it's a ver- it's a breakup album, mm-hmm. and that's how it should have been marketed. That's how it should have been promoted. She should have done an interview. She should have talked about the response to John Mayer's "I Still Feel Like Your Man." On carpool and she didn't. karaoke, she should have talked about "Still Feel Like Your Man" instead of talking about Taylor Swift. Totally. That would have been the way, and that would have been perfect. And, and I that- bet you she could have asked John Mayer and been like, "Is it okay if I talk about this?" And he would have allowed her. You know it's what I mean? It's not like she cleared it with Ka- Taylor Swift. No, but Swift. I mean, like, it's cute, though, if they both get back into talking about it. Because, like, John Mayer openly came out and basically was like, yeah, it's Katy Perry. So it would be fine for Katy now to go back and sort of, that's just happened months ago. I know. Literally two months ago I that know. album came out. I know. I'm just so... Sorry. I just feel bad. Like, I just want to know who, like, prom- whose idea was it to promote it this way? Because it's just not... It's not. It's bad. It's bad. That I think that was that was her biggest downfall with this album was just how her team plugged it and how like it was marketed because it's not it's purposeful pop but in a different way. It's not like the pol- political way like we thought. It's like purposeful because it's like helping someone deal with a breakup and putting you in a scenario that we've all been through mm-hmm. and like we can all relate with. And I think that is so important. That is like we haven't had an album like that. In a long time, like the last, and I don't want to compare it because I know they're frenemies or whatever, but like it did a lot of the songs brought me back to Taylor Swift's Red, which yes. was like to me her best album. Like it's her, it's such, it was so raw and so like all too well. And so, like those songs that are like, oh, I get that, I feel that I've been through that. And that's what like saved the draft. Like I brought myself back to a point where I had a text message I was ready to send and I didn't do it. Yes. Like I just feel like that's how it should have been marketed because that's what that album is and that's what I wanted from Katy Perry and mm-hmm. I got what I wanted. Yeah. But I didn't think I was getting it. You basically touched on everything I was going to say. The only things that I want to mention, it's these moments that we've gotten. We, I've gotten a couple glimpses of Katy Perry, like very few, this entire thing. Like I always said, the Bon Appetit on mm-hmm. The Voice France was one where you could actually see like, okay, there's a little Katy in there. She's been trying so hard to not, or like to be herself that she's not being authentic in like anything that she does. Totally. You know what I mean? I agree. It's like you know when you're in like those weird head spaces, you're at a weird period in your life and you think you're being like who you actually are. But yeah. she's trying so hard and it's showing and she's grasping at anything that she can do to stay in the public eye. She thinks that we need these feuds. I think we're kind of getting to the past of fans caring about that type of stuff. Like, I mean, I think I'm especially it, with that one, it's just so tired and she's really, I don't know if it's even the labels behind it, trying to make it happen. Like they're using these big power moments to get stuff to stick, but nothing's but sticking the because it's one. inauthentic. They use the wrong one. Like if you actually, it just shows that no thought went into any of this because if you actually sat down and thought for a second, it'd be like, Oh, if I'm writing half these songs about John Mayer, let's. Still feel like your man just came out. It's already in the public eye that I talked about that he said it was about me. Why wouldn't you do that? And I read an article. I believe it was, I forget who it was by. I think it might have been the USA Today review of it. And he quoted a lyric from Pendulum. And the lyric is, so don't try and reinvent your wheel because you're too original. And he said that Katy Perry should have just taken her own advice from that song and that lyric and 
stopped trying to be something that she wasn't. I totally agree. And it would have made a lot more sense. I totally agree. And it kills me now talking about it, thinking about how strong of an impact this album could have made. Like, think about that. Cut those four songs that we set out. Roulette into Deja Vu into... I don't even know if you want to do like a tsunami or something or, and then, or even into save his draft Mm -hmm. as the third or the fourth single. Think about how big this could have been. Totally. And I completely agree. You're thinking about it. It's killing me because I had like, she painted a picture that was so wrong. And what she was trying to go for something like no one cares about the politics anymore. Like I know like, like the election stuff is such a hot button issue. So, and she was so vocal with Hillary and I get it. But if that was the case, like this sh- song shouldn't have been an album song then. Yes. It should have just been a single you put out. And she could have given the money to Hillary or something. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or at least Planned Parenthood or something. That Planned Parenthood, that would have been it. That's and that's what, what she should have done. done. That's what she should have done with it. Like it shouldn't have been. And I would have liked it more. You know what she should have done? You know how she did the marketing for this? Mm-hmm. You could, you had to go to Planned Parenthood, donate and listen to it mm-hmm. instead of chaining a ball. There's so many There's so options. many things she could have done. But for like. Oh, that's a good idea. Right? Or at least put the mirror ball at Planned Parenthood. Exactly. You had to go to Planned Parenthood and donate to listen to her single. Mm-hmm. Or even and just to listen to it. Then you would have got the free digital download. Yeah. Yeah, because like people are, don't always want to go to like those types of clinics because they're like embarrassed or afraid or anything. But that could have gotten them to like at least see where in their cities it is. Absolutely crazy thinking about it. I, it. It's crazy that everything that comes down to where we're talking about different marketing strategies that she should have done that are so it's obvious not, to an average. And it's pop so band. obvious for what she wanted to do. Like it's so where she was so she vocal during was, the election and so like in your face, go vote, like go do this. I'm with her. Like and then she released a change the rhythm and like I get. It, yeah. But it like didn't also like sing home that message. No. It was just that it was just like eh, cheap eh, eh, sort of eh. knockoff yeah. of a political anthem. Totally, at it. and it wasn't even like a good one. Like it wasn't, and it came out like I don't know. I it's just, just I it's know. just whatever. But I think she had all the cards dealt to her that she needed. Everything was in her hands, and she just overthought all of it. I know. completely missed the mark on what her fans were looking for, even what the general public wants, because it's not even like these songs have stuck on radio. She's never not had a sing- an album with song multiple songs on radio. No, on radio. Even Prism had it. I know. Dark Horse was a banger. Yeah. And even Birthday. Yep. Ca- I cash, forgot cash that was... I forgot birthday. that was... Um, There's so many, but... I mean, overall, like... I'm giving it a positive review. I'm giving review. it a positive review. And I, I think want... it's only because of, it's a complete accident why I love this album. Mm-hmm. And it's a complete accident that she gave us those. I don't even think, all the songs are at the end of it. She wasn't even intending those songs to sort of be anything. And that's the only reason it's a success is because we got glimmers of actual Katie in it. Yeah, and I just hope, I mean, I hope whatever she's going through it like works out. Like I really do hope her and John get back together. I hope her and John get back together or at least like mend it. Clearly they're both like messed up from it still. And it's been, they broke up in 2014. Mm-hmm. Like clearly there's some, some business that needs to be finished. And I just hope I want the best for Katy Perry. I've always been a fan. And yeah, I know we've trashed a lot, but it's because of what we were dealt with. And I mean, and we trashed, but we always said like, we're not, not Katy Perry fans. Mm-hmm. Like we love her. It's yes. just like, what is she doing? I'm like shaking my head. I wish you guys could see this on video. I'm just like, I want to keep talking, but I just can't. I know. I mean, if you, I mean. The fact that we're talking about this in a positive way, I never thought this was going to no, happen. No, never. If you told me after Change of the Rhythm that I was going to love this album. I, 
I, I, I'd be like, <laughs> no. I can't even formulate words for it, but you know what? We're going to come back next week, and we're going to see how we feel I know. about it. I love that for our 10th episode, we did a whole album review. Yeah. That should be like Iconic. a thing, right? Witness. Right? Witness You're witnessing history. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Let's end this. This has been exhausting. I know. I'm drained. Now I have to go listen to Save as a Draft. Actually, I know. I'm going to put Tsunami on. <laughs> All right. Until next week, everyone. Bye. See you later.